It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome once again to Utah Weekly Forum. My name is Bo Walker. I'm your guest host in for Rebecca while she is off. And our actual guest this week is Cheryl Griffiths, the coordinator of Discovery Family Coalition and the director of My Discovery Destination. Thanks so much for taking the time and being with us today. Thank you for inviting us. I got to be honest, I got to know what uh, Discovery Family Coalition is. What's your mission? What is your vision? What What does this organization do? So our mission is to bring the community together. Really, really what we want to do is invest in lifetimes, the lifetimes of our youth. And so um, our focus is to strengthen families by providing opportunities for free family fun and connecting parents with programs, resources, and the information that's going to help them acquire the skills necessary to raise loving, responsible, resilient children. That sounds quite ambitious. That's that's a lot on your plate. Can can you really get that done? It actually is, because really what it boils down to is encouraging families to spend time together. Um, any type of you know, prevention that you look at, the, the protective factors for our youth is that family bonding and having the, that relationship with families. And so our goal is to get families to spend time together. Um, I like to say we basically we teach parents what they don't know and mostly just remind them what they do know. In the process of providing that free family fund, we also throw in the resources and the, the parenting tips that, that they need to really strengthen their family, to know how to utilize that time that they're spending with their children to build that resilience, to be sure that they're giving the, the, the youth an opportunity to, to lead out, that they're providing that recognition, um, and just that they're incorporating those aspects of family time that are going to help build resilient youth. So really, it boils down to getting families to spend time together. And that's exactly what our adventures do. The research that just came back, which we'll talk about um, at some point, really shows that, that that's exactly what's happening with our adventures. It's encouraging families to spend more time together. And in the process of doing that, they're finding out how easy it is to spend time together, how fun it is. And again, we're reminding parents that, you know, hey, let's utilize this time. Be sure that you're, that you're incorporating those, those aspects uh, that, will, that will help build resilient youth. So very, very doable. Um, and we, we love doing it. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And it used to be everybody had dinner together, you know, and sat at the table. And that's when you got to be able to talk with your kids and really invest some time in them. What happened to that? Is it social media? Is it everybody having a phone now? Is it just busy lifestyles? What has prevented that from continuing to happen? You know what? It's all of those. But that is actually one of the easiest things that parents can do if they realize the power of eating meals together. Mm -hmm. And again, 
eating meals together that there there's a, you know a little more to it in terms of doing it right i mean sure we can all be there looking at our phones and it's not going to have a great impact but if parents would just realize the power of bringing the family together setting the phones down for those few minutes such a wonderful opportunity to to talk for those important conversations to take place for you to learn about the kids we have some great adventures that go really well with the mealtime for example our the chit chat adventure which actually comes from parents empowered that is one of the, the partners that we work with um, that provides them with with um topics and you know questions to ask each other and to to have to have that opportunity to really get to know each other so yes that if families would just eat together playing board games is such a wonderful way for families it's one of those protective factors that again we sometimes just forget to do it we forget how how those simple things can impact our youth. Mm-hmm. Our guest is Shirley Griffiths. She's the director of My Discovery Destination and coordinator for Discovery Family Coalition. Who can be a part of the coalition? Is it just for certain people or what? So this is the really important part. There is a role for everyone. We have, I mean, uh, you know, as, as I'm sure most people know, we have some, a real crisis going on in our communities. Um, and there, it's going to take us all to to help get to get this back under control and to help our youth. So there's a place for everyone. Schools, cities, the libraries, nonprofit organizations, businesses, other coalitions. We love to support the other coalitions that are focusing on suicide prevention and um, you know drug misuse prevention and just all of those bullying prevention. We are here to support everyone and then of course the most important part of our coalition are the parents we're we're a little bit different than the traditional coalitions in that our focus is on bringing everyone to the table and letting everyone contribute where where they will some you know some groups and people are able to contribute the information that we need to get to parents others can help get the adventures out to families so that they can you know, participate that one of the really neat things about our adventures is that it's available to everyone. Um, we could serve every single family across the state of Utah, but they need to know about it. So the, the, the um, challenge there is just getting the information to families. So some people, that's their contribution to the coalition is helping families know about it. Others can, um, can, you know, can help with funding. Obviously, there are funding needs and whatnot. Um, and so, the, you know, the businesses can could redirect some of their advertising dollars into suicide prevention and help with that aspect of it. So what we do is we correlate with the different partners. We don't have like the, the monthly meeting where everyone gets together around the table and talks about what they're doing or whatever. We have our, the coalition coordinators work one-on-one with the partners and basically say, okay, what can you contribute? Where, where can you help? And then we, we work directly with them to, to make that happen. And then, and then we send out a quarterly report to all of the members to basically say, hey, here's what together we've been able to accomplish. So it utilizes everyone's time really well. 
Um, it brings everyone together and everyone is able to, to feel like they're contributing, but in a way that works for them. It's, mm-hmm. There's obviously not a one-fits-all when it comes to, to something like this. I mean, every, every organization, even within businesses, are very, very different. So we're basically just going to, to each member of the coalition, which is everyone, you know, can be everyone, there's a role for everyone, and basically saying, what, what makes sense for you to contribute to be involved I love it. There's no one size fits all. You know, you go to a business and they're different as well. What is it that you can contribute? And then you guys uh, kind of make a plan for that. You mentioned these adventures uh, several times. What would what do these adventures look like? Paint a picture for me. Yeah, the adventures are great. So that that really is the core of the program. Again, uh, what we're trying to get families to spend time together. So we provide these adventures, they're, they're varied. There are all kinds of different, um, you know, different things that there's everything from, you know, going on a hike to, um, trying to think there's, you know, right now we have some seasonal, the apple picking, the, the, you know, cooking with pumpkin. Um, we have, the, uh, there's, um, oh, night games. There's a really fun one. Um, that we've got going out there right now. There are really, we do two different types of with the adventures. Um, of course, it's all about each adventure has um, specific components. So, of course, we have the, the goal of the adventure. We have what the adventure is. And, again, it is very broad. We want this to fit all families. Obviously, the way it's completed for a family with young children is going to be very different than a family with teens mm-hmm. or a family that has all age groups. So the goal is for the family to adjust to whatever works for them. We give them the topic and the resources, and then they change that to fit their family. We do have a really important the tips section, which, again, is gives the parents um, a the information or sometimes just the reminder if they're already aware of that. But we've got the, the tips on how they can utilize that time that they are spending together, sometimes time that they would already be spending together, sometimes it's new you know, just having that idea, and they're like, oh, let's do this. Um, but helping them, giving them some ideas for how they can really utilize that to build resilience in their in their kids. Now, sometimes the adventure is fun with the prevention built around it. You know, for example, the, the night games, okay? Just the, the, the topic is, is fun with all of the the protective factors and the information for parents on how to really utilize that built around it. Sometimes it's the protective factor or the the information for parents with the fun built around it. So, for example, um, I I read an article once, one of my favorite adventures was um, an article about a very successful CEO who in her home they really focused on, they celebrated trying things um, and, and even failing versus, you know, having to, like, answer, you know, hey, what, how did you, the, the success, if you will. And she has gone on because of that. She's not afraid to fail. In fact, the, um, you know, the, what was celebrated in their home was the trying. And so mm-hmm. I took that article and, and built the fun around that. So that, um, you know, so that families would experience that. Oftentimes when we see, you know, something like that, we find a, a parent, we see a, 
a topic that we think, oh, I'm going to read that. I'll set that aside and read it later, which later never happens, right? So what we did was we took that article and we brought it to life. And now not only are the families going to read the article, they're going to live. The whole family is going to live that experience. So again, sometimes it's the fun with the protective factors around it. Sometimes it's the protective factor with the fun built around it so that the family can really experience that together. I And so... then one other thing. Oh, go ahead. No, that's okay. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and then the fun thing about that is that then the families, as they complete these adventures, um, they're able to record that either on our website or we also have an app. If for families that prefer hmm. to use the app, they record completion and they earn points. And then with those points, basically turn into prizes. So um, we are rewarding families for doing the things that, that will help build resilience in youth. Well, there's some incentive no. there, isn't there? That sounds great. I love the fact that that family uh, took that fear and that try element in that. I hear so many kids that when they're coming up, whether it's something in school or whether they're playing with other friends, you know, they go, I'm no good at this. I'm no good at basketball. Everybody thinks that they need to be a pro when they start. And that's not how it works. You have to start first practice and get good at it. And the fact that they're willing to say yes to everything, to give it a shot, even if you're failing at it, that's the great part because so much comes out of failure. I love that factor. You had mentioned some research earlier on. What research are we talking about? So we had um, about a year ago, a little over a year ago, this, um, this state of Utah, Utah Department of Human Services reached out and they had, you know, we had met with some of them and showed them the program and they wanted to have some research. Bach Harrison is a company that does a lot of the research for schools and prevention coalitions and, and whatnot. They wanted to have them do research so that, you know, so that we could have kind of the, the data um, that is required for, you know, for us to be involved in, in that realm. And so that we've been working on with Bach Harrison for the past year. Um, and we just got the report back over the weekend. Um, and we'll actually be putting together kind of the summary to send out to all of the partners and whatnot. It's lots and lots of pages. So, <laughs> so we're going to summarize that. But a couple of things that, um, you know, just kind of pulling some quotes out from the, the report that are really important. Um, it says participants in the, the two Utah groups spent significantly more time together with their families felt significantly more connected with their children and were significantly more motivated to spend free time with their families. Shows the importance of, of really what is happening. We were really thrilled with that. It also pointed out that participants from the Bear River Health Department group, so we have a grant with Bear River Health Department, and so we're able to provide that full program, um, you know, in the Cache Valley, Box Elder, and Rich Counties. Um, and we actually, for this year, we'll also be working with Davis um, Health Department and Central Utah Public Health Department. So we're excited about that. Um, but it did show here, so, so everyone can participate in the adventures, but here in the Dover Health Department area, we can provide the full program. And the, the report did point out that participants from the Dover Health Department group reported significantly more behavioral impacts as a result of participating than those in the other Utah group. The most frequently selected activity for those in non-Utah non group 
um, was praising or expressing affection for the children more often. That was mm-hmm. 50% that reported that. We were very surprised at how many outside of Utah are utilizing the adventures. Again, once they're out there, anyone can use them wherever they are. They're online. Um, they're, you know, on the app. We have, we actually have different platforms for different people. Um, but so we were very surprised at, at how many outside of Utah are using it. It's got to be great to know that the data is backing up what you're doing, yeah. proving it, that yeah, it works. Yeah, it really is. Another quick thing I'd, mm-hmm. love to, I'd love to share with you. It says, overall, the most important thing participants learned by doing the adventures was the importance of spending quality time together as a family and how much fun family time can be. Participants learned about new fun activities they can do with their children and about free activities they can do in their areas. Participants also mentioned learning new skills such as communication, cooperation, teamwork, and trust. Super positive. (laughs) That's got to be great for you guys to hear that, that's for sure. Our guest is Shirley Griffiths. She's the coordinator of Discovery Family Coalition and the director of My Discovery Destination. Obviously, there's other programs like this, not only probably statewide, but nationwide as well. What is it that makes uh, Discovery Family Adventures so unique and different from maybe the other programs? So, you know, the, the, there are a couple of things that really that we, we do think it's a little bit differently. I spent my entire life, just a little bit of background, um, well, I guess the past several decades um, mm-hmm. as a child, I probably wasn't, but I have been very involved in in service, in working with, um, you know, families and youth. That's kind of been my focus. So I've seen a lot of different programs, and there are some great programs out there. Um, but what I wanted to do with this program is kind of take – take all of the barriers, if you will, that we have faced, you know, in the past with with some of the different programs I've been involved with, take all of those barriers and, and overcome those, make it something that everyone can participate in. What are some of so those barriers? Of what the, are we talking about? Yeah. So some of the... Um, some of the things that are really great about this is that it's an ongoing program. Okay, a lot of the things that, that we do, it's kind of a one, you know, one and done. Um, and so you get excited, you go to an event, um, you know, and and everyone's really excited to make change. But then we go home and, and we forget. Again, parenting, you know, we, we get busy parenting and, and we forget. Um, and so this is an ongoing program that families are participating in these adventures you know, a couple of times a week, weekly, monthly, whatever it is that works for them, some of them even daily. I mean, we have some families that that are using this, they're getting that constant reminder that, oh, yeah, this is what I want to do. Um, it focuses on the parent. And that, I think, is a real, um, really important. So many of our programs are community-based, and they're happening in the community or in the schools, that our parents are the number one influence on kids. And so it's really important that we that we involve the parents. And that's really our goal is to turn parents into the prevention specialist in their home. Uh, we just want to support them, but we want them to be the prevention specialist. As I mentioned earlier, it's adaptable to fit all families, um, types, size, age, 
There's a variety to fit all of the different interests. It's very flexible. This is not about completing the adventure the way it, you know, comes comes um, out of out of my head onto the page or whoever is doing that, the putting the adventure together. This is just resources for the family, and then we want them to change it up. You know, when it comes to the snowball adventure and having a snowball fight, some families love to go out in the snow and just really get into it. In my house, the snowball fight is with the, you know, the little fluffy snowballs that you Mm -hmm. buy at the store. And we love snowball fights around here, but they're inside because Grandma doesn't like getting cold. (laughs) So it's very, very flexible. It's current and relevant. We can put information out there, you know, overnight um, when it used to be not very long ago. Now it's like a year and a half ago (laughs) when COVID hit. I mean, we literally, it was announced on Friday that, um, you know, that the schools would be, would be closed down. And by Monday, we had an adventure listing hundreds of resources available for families. Usually these programs, you know, they're developed um, and then and then they have to go through the research component and all of that. I mean, the information is two, three, sometimes even, you know, four or five years old. Mm-hmm. With our adventures, it can be totally, you know, it's completely current and relevant. It's natural and non, non-judgmental. There is no stigma attached. Um, this is for everyone. In fact, if anything, parents can take a real pride in knowing that they have, um, you know, that they're, that they're doing the right thing for their kids. And it incorporates and supports the other programs and proven strategies, as we mentioned earlier. We love supporting the other coalitions. Some of the barriers, you know, the time, schedule, transportation, child care and costs, none of those are an issue because these are done in the home. The parent can, you know, the parent basically decides that when, when it's going to be done. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the attitudes and expectations, there's no embarrassment. There's no perceived stigma. This is for everyone. Um, and so there are no, you know, the, the, there's no stigma attached to it. There's no embarrassment or sense of failure. You know, a lot of times the programs are for, you know, at-risk um, families or low-income families. No, this program is for everyone. I think it's a great program, but, you know, it's got to cost money to put on. How, how are you funded? Oh, yes. So it does. It does cost money. And we are very, very grateful right now. We do have some funding from the um, as I mentioned, the Bear Health Department, um, and as well as Davis County Health Department and the Central Utah Public Health Department. Wow. Um, and so we have we have a little bit of funding to kind of get things going. Ultimately, what we would love to have is for this to be a community effort. We really want for our businesses to to just redirect some of their funding, not all of it. Um, but some of their funding, we have a, a you know a pretty healthy marketing opportunity for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously they they can get a lot of exposure as they um, as they work in our prevention work and as they you know provide resources for families and whatnot. So we would love to have the businesses. We'd love for it to be more of a community involvement. We do have some ways also for families. Um, right now, that because a lot of families want to be involved in in prevention efforts, and they don't really know how. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have a couple of fun things. We have a family reunion hunt, so they can basically just like we do, you know, kind of the adventures, the general adventures. They can actually utilize that same tool that we are using to create a super fun family reunion that they can um, 
personalized for their family and bring family from all over the country together while still staying apart. So that's a really fun, yeah, that's a fun opportunity for families to be involved. And we also have, I know it's really too early to start talking Christmas, but we have a really fun um, Santa Notes program that we will be releasing for families that, again, is a a nice way that they can help support prevention, um, you know, have Santa send cards to their children um, you know, very, very inexpensive, but it helps to pr- to provide prevention. So we're we're working in a, in a lot of different ways to try to bring that funding together so that we can continue to provide these adventures um, and get them, you know, get them out to more families and get the full program out to more communities. Because as the research showed, it really is much more effective if the full program is there, if we have those components to support the adventures. Well, good deal. Shirley, we have to wrap here, but before we go, if people want to get involved, uh, do you have the website or a phone number or how do you do it? For families that are on Facebook, a great way to be involved is to be part of the local Facebook community. You can find your local community at discoverfamily.fun. Um, and that's where you really get tons of information. Um, however, for families that don't want to be on Facebook or really for everyone, um, you can text family to 888-403-4140. And then, of course, they can access the adventures as well at discoveryfamilyadventures.com. And anyone, those adventures are out there for anyone and everyone to use. Cheryl Lee, love what you're doing. Cheryl Lee Griffiths, coordinator of Discovery Family Coalition and the director of My Discovery Destination. Thanks so much for being on Utah Weekly Forum. Thank you so much for inviting us. My pleasure. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.